Today on the church calendar of the Orthodox Church, we have the commemoration of the icon of our Lord Jesus Christ, not made with hands. In the time that our Lord was preaching the gospel and healing every disease and every infirmity among the people, there was in the city of Edessa, on the banks of the Euphrates, a certain prince, Avgar, who was riddled with leprosy. He heard of Christ, the healer of every pain and sickness, and sent a portrait painter, Ananias, to Palestine with a letter to Christ, in which he begged the Lord to come to Edessa and heal him of his leprosy. In the event of the Lord's not being able to come, the prince commanded Ananias to paint his likeness and bring it, believing that the portrait would heal him. The Lord replied that he could not come as the time of his passion was at hand. And he took a napkin and wiped his face, leaving a perfect reproduction of his most pure face on the napkin. The Lord gave this napkin to Ananias with a message to say that the prince would be healed by it, but not entirely. And he would therefore send him later an envoy who would rid him of the remainder of the disease. Receiving the napkin, Avgar kissed it and the leprosy fell from his body with just a little remaining on his face. Later, the apostle Thaddeus, preaching the gospel, came to Avgar, healed him secretly and baptized him. Then the prince smashed the idols that stood at the city's gateway and placed the napkin with the face of Christ above the entrance stuck onto wood, surrounded with a gold frame and ornamented with pearls. The prince also wrote above the icon on the gateway, quote, O Christ our God, no one who hopes in thee will be put to shame. Later, one of Avgar's great-grandsons restored idolatry, and the bishop of Edessa came by night and walled in the icon above the gateway. Centuries passed. In the time of the emperor Justinian, the Persian king Chosros attacked Edessa, and the city was in great affliction. The bishop of Edessa who at the time was Eulabius, had a vision of the most holy mother of God who revealed to him the secret of the icon, walled in and forgotten. The icon was found, and by its power the Persian army was defeated. St. Nikolai Velomorovich has this to add to this very interesting story about this icon. St. Nikolai says this about it. The Orthodox Church surpasses all other Christian groups in the richness of her tradition. Protestants look only to the Holy Scripture, but the Scriptures can only be interpreted within the tradition. The Apostle Paul himself commands, Brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught whether by word or our epistle. 
The tradition concerning Prince Abgar is doubtless an apostolic tradition, although it is not referred to by any of them in their epistles. The apostle Thaddeus wrote nothing, and therefore, according to Protestant thinking, he said nothing and gave nothing to the faithful. Why was he then an apostle of Christ? The tradition about Prince Avgar is mentioned by St. John Damascus in his defense of the veneration of icons. How marvelous and touching is Avgar's letter to Christ, having been inspired to write to him, telling him that he had heard of his miraculous power to heal the sick, and having begged him to come and heal him, he continues, quote, I hear this also, that the Jews hate you and prepare some sort of wickedness against you. I have a city. It's small but beautiful and abounds in every good thing. Come to me here and live with me in my city, which will provide for all the needs of us both. Thus wrote a pagan prince at the time that the princes of Jerusalem were preparing death for the Lord, the lover of mankind. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. One of the most intriguing parts of the story about the icon not made with human hands is why the Lord healed Avgar of his leprosy almost completely, but not part of his face. Why did God leave that little part undone? Well, to find out the whole story, we need to know a little bit more about someone who is mentioned in the story, that is St. Thaddeus. And on August 21st, we'll actually be celebrating his feast day, and so we have the story about St. Thaddeus. Now, he was one of the 70 that Jesus appointed. You recall that Jesus chose the 12 disciples, but then he chose 70 others who he sent out by twos. To do his work, and Thaddeus was one of these, mentioned in Luke chapter 10, verse 1. So after his glorious resurrection and ascension, the Lord sent Thaddeus to Edessa, and that was Thaddeus' birthplace, actually. And this was in fulfillment of his promise to Avgar which he made when he sent him the napkin with the imprint of his face. He told him that he would be healed, but not completely, but that he, he would send someone to complete the healing. And so he did. As you'll recall when I was telling you this story, by kissing this napkin, Avgar was healed of his leprosy, though not entirely. A little of the leprosy remained on his face. When St. Thaddeus visited Avgar, the latter received him with great joy. We recall the letter that Avgar sent to Christ 
inviting Christ to come to his little city, that he would be received well there. Well, of course, Christ could not. He had come for the Jews, and he was killed by the Jews. But Abgar was able to receive his envoy or his ambassador in the form of Thaddeus. And so he was received with great joy, and he was instructed in the true faith by Thaddeus, and then he was baptized. And now we're beginning to see why Christ did not give him his full healing. Because now we see what Christ had intended. When Thaddeus went, he instructed him in the faith, not only healed his body, but he healed his soul. And he brought him into the, the church. He had, Abgar had encountered Christ in the healing, but he had not encountered the fullness of Christ in the church. So he was baptized, and when they baptized, Abgar came up out of the water. His whole face was healed of the leprosy. He was completely healed, and glorifying God, Prince Abgar decided that, desired that all of his people should come to the knowledge of the true God and glorify him. So the prince called together all the citizens of Edessa before the holy apostle Thaddeus to hear him preach about Christ. Hearing the apostles' words and seeing their miraculously healed prince, they glorified God. And they desired to become Christians as well. Hearing the apostles' words and seeing their miraculously healed prince, the people cast away their idols and their unclean living embraced the Christian faith and were baptized, and the city of Edessa became resplendent with the Christian faith. You see how God had a plan for the city of Edessa that he wanted to fulfill through Thaddeus. I think that this applies to, to us in the Orthodox Church. We may encounter many people out in the world who maybe have had an encounter with Christ, but have not encountered his church, the Orthodox Church, the body of Christ. And so there's something missing. Their healing has not been completed. And so God wants to send us out into the world to meet these people and to invite them to the church to become part of the Holy Orthodox Church. Prince Avgar brought much gold and offered it to the apostle. But Thaddeus said to him, having abandoned my own, do I accept another's? St. Thaddeus preached the gospel throughout Syria and Phoenicia and entered into rest in the Lord in the Phoenician city of Beirut. You know, growing up as a Protestant, I, I was a Protestant for the first 38 years of my life. I read about the apostles, and I probably read about the 70 who were sent out, but I never really thought too much about, well, what happened to those men after the resurrection, after the other apostles left and, and died? What happened? And I really never gave it a thought. But if someone would have asked me, I would have thought about it. And I would have wondered, and I probably would have said, I have no clue. 
But what a blessing it is to be in the Orthodox Church, to be connected to that historic New Testament church. To know that these men didn't just fall off the cliff after the New Testament was written, but they continued on. And there's a story behind each one of them. And today we know the story of Blessed St. Thaddeus and his role in the healing of Avgar. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory.